Welcome back to today's personal development training. Today, as you can see from the title, it's all about being a preneur. Now, I know what you're wondering, why is it only half the word? Well, because there's a couple different things I wanted to talk about, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a solopreneur, being a work from homepreneur, you know, there's all sorts of preneurs. So today, I want to talk about which one is right for you. And from what we do, we do things a little bit differently, because we are work from home preneurs, we are work from phone preneurs, we are solopreneurs, but we're also team preneurs. Why? Because of the fact that the industry that we've chosen with network marketing and with multi-level marketing, we are in business for ourselves, but not by ourselves. So we not only are solopreneurs by doing things for ourselves and with ourselves, and we have teams that we build. So we are building others as well. We are focused on helping others in order to help our success. So I want to go over a bunch of different things that are uh, important when you step out of being a employee and having an employee mindset where you clock in, clock out, go home, forget about your job until you go back to work and clock in the next day to the 24 hour 365 mindset that you have to have as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, work from home, preneur, all the preneurs. So first, you have to start out with the proper mindset. And I've said this time and time again, in order to be in this space, you have to be optimistic. You have to have a bright outlook on how things are going to be. Now, contrary to that, the thing that you also have to realize is that you are going to be the number one problem solver. So the person who solves the most problems becomes the winner in the entrepreneur space. So in order to do that, you must keep a positive mindset because a positive mindset can get you through the ups and downs of what it is to be self-employed, to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner. See, when you are an employee and have an employee mindset, most of the time, you're going to let the problem roll up to the next person that can solve it. In this, you are the top. The top is where the problems get solved. So you need to get very good at solving the problems. Also with a mindset that's positive and optimistic, you have to understand that it's not naturally that way for your brain. Your brain is hardwired to protect you. So your brain always looks for the negative way to get away from things. It's looking for the negative things to happen so that it can protect you. But the great thing is, is your brain, just like everything else in your body, is a muscle that can be trained. So you can train yourself to look for positive things. A couple quick ways to do that. Make sure you're starting your day out positive. Don't reach for your phone first thing in the morning and start looking at all the problems that are taking place. Make sure that you make a positive first deposit into your brain every single day. What does that look like? Looks like doing a devotional, doing your prayer time, doing positive affirmations, doing things that automatically programs your brain to look for good first thing in the morning. Now, 
The other thing that we want to teach people is it's okay to do two things at one time. I don't want you to just go jump into being an entrepreneur, being a solopreneur, owning your own business, and then have all the stress and anxiety of having to pay your bills solely from that. So why do we want you to do a side hustle? Because of the fact that it's something that you can do and add into your existing day without causing the additional stress of having your livelihood focus on the sole breadwinning purpose of what it is you're doing. So it is okay to have your job and a side hustle too. And what's interesting is that this day and age, a side hustle is almost a, a foregone conclusion. Before it used to be this taboo things that, you know, ooh, that guy's special because he's doing multiple things on the side. Now it's almost one of those things that if you don't have one, uh, you're the odd man out, the odd woman out. So if you are looking to do something different, step out in the hours that you have available, make extra hours available outside of your job. And then the goal is, is to grow that side hustle to a point where now it almost makes having your job an expense because of the fact that if you took that additional eight hours that you were working at your job and put it into your business, your income from your side hustle will eclipse the income from your nine to five job. So when you are looking at your side hustle, look at it as competition. So you're growing that business to meet the income requirement of your consistent nine to five. And then after that, it's multiplying it so that it's above and beyond that so that it can replace your nine to five. The other thing about your mindset is just being opportunistic and being optimistic won't lead to long-term success. You have to do the work associated to create the long-term success. So we talk about this all the time. It's networking, not net wishing. You know, we help you by casting dreams, helping you dream again by doing dream boards, by showing you what's available and what's possible. But the other side to that is we also want to make sure that we're showing you the work that it takes to get there. Because we talk about this all the time, the uh, gap of from where you are to your expectations, that spot in the middle is where frustration takes place. So what we want to do is we want to tell you, yes, all of the dreams that you have that we're helping you grow are available, but there's also a work capacity that's associated to that. Now, the great thing about that is you can either do it slowly and get there in a longer period of time, or you can do it faster and shorten that time frame. But either which way, we want to make sure that you have the right thought process so that you don't hit frustration and give up. Because the frustration part, when it goes on too long without being addressed, without being walked through by somebody who's been through it before, that is where most people tend to give up. And the thing is, is don't freak out when there's a dip. You know, every single business has seasons. So the business that you decide to be in, make sure that you understand the business cycle. You know, we talk about this all the time with weddings. 
wedding planners and the wedding industry knows when its peak season is. And guess what? It is right now. So they're out doing everything and anything to market what they have available. And then in the winter times, they know that there's not going to be a lot of winter, winter weddings going on. So they are in a different mode when it comes to presenting what it is they have. The same is true in your business. Once you learn that, again, being an entrepreneur, being a solopreneur, being a leader helps you understand when the dip or the bump in your season is so that you don't panic. If you are new to this business, make sure you check with a leader or somebody that's been in longer than you has tells you what your business cycle is. Ask the question. That way you can be prepared. You can work your business accordingly so that you don't stress out and get fatigued. Now, the other thing about your business is you have to make sure that you are seeking people with the exact same mindset as you. See, when you step out from the employee mindset, the people that you hung around with in that circle are no longer going to understand the needs, the desires, the questions, the reasons for why you're doing what you're doing. So you can't go back to your nine to five buddy standing on an assembly line and ask him complex business questions because he may just be happy sitting there making widgets on an assembly line. So of course, he's going to look at you differently and ask why you would want anything different than staying on an assembly line filling out your widget, and then taking your pension. So don't run around asking people for their opinions. Make sure that you are asking and seeking the correct people's advice for where you are trying to go. You know, we talk about this all the time. How do you get to be a millionaire? You seek out millionaires and get their advice. If you're looking to be a millionaire, you're not going to ask your neighbor or your friend down the street who has never had the things that you're going for. It's always better to look to the person that has what you want and ask them how they got it. And if they are able to teach you how to do the same thing. That's why we love our industry because we have what we call the fancy car opportunity. You know, when I was growing up, it was one of those stories that you always heard. And, you know, if you've ever pushed carts for a grocery store or uh, a department store where you actually go out to the parking lot, you collect all the carts, you bring them in, and then you go back out after people bring more carts and they leave them, you know, really close to the car so that they scratch them. Yeah, don't be that person. But there's a person that goes around and collects all those carts. And, and the story's always gone like this. There's been a man that drives in with a fancy car. And he gets out and the aspiring young business-minded person that doesn't want to push carts forever asks that gentleman, what did you do to get that car? And the gentleman says, I'm a doctor or I'm a lawyer. Go to school, get good grades, and you can have this too. Well, for most people, those things aren't in the cards for them. But with our business, with network marketing, with direct sales, that opportunity is available for anybody. So a young man that has built a great business through network marketing steps out and says, son, I can teach you how to do exactly what I did. 
So that is why we love our business because of the fact that it gives us the opportunity to make others successful. It's not dependent on your income. It's not dependent on your knowledge. It's not dependent on whether you have degrees. It doesn't care where you came from, what your background is, what your thought processes are. It can drastically change the output and the lifestyle that you have because it's providing a system to get to success. And then the other thing is, is if you don't like solving problems, this may not be for you. See, when you're going out and helping people, when you are going out and searching out people to join your business, to help move your business along, you have to understand that they aren't going to know all of the answers. So you are going to get very good at answering questions because you are going to be bringing in people to ask a lot of questions. You can probably think back to when you got started and realize that you didn't have all the answers and you were asking lots of questions. So when you are starting out on this road to being a preneur, you need to understand that the most important thing that you can do is ask lots of questions. You want to learn how to solve problems by asking questions so that when people bring questions to you, you are readily available to help answer those questions. The other great thing is, is because of the fact that with our specific business, you're not in business by yourself, you have people readily available to help share, answer, and help you answer the questions so that you can grow alongside your team and with the leaders that you have. Now, here's another great thing. Are you playing full out? See, when you are in an employee mindset, you may be on autopilot because things are just there. You go to work, you show up, you do the bare minimum to get paid, they're giving you the bare minimum to get you to show up to work and you guys go about your day. Now, when you step out of that and into the entrepreneur space, into the ownership of a business or of a side hustle, it's truly up to you to get the engine going. So what you have to figure out is, are you willing to play full out in the times that you have made available? See, what I don't want you to do is think that you have to be going full speed, full speed, full speed, full speed until you burn out. That's not what you want. You want to make sure that if you have set aside a specific amount of time per week, that in those moments, so if you commit two hours a week, in those moments, go full out. Because when you go full out in that time frame, it will compound until you are able to add more time. Now, what happens is you have two choices. Let's say you start out with two hours a week. And now all of a sudden you have the ability to add an additional two hours. Now, if you stay playing full out and go full speed for the full four hours, you may be able to compound that time into an additional four hours a week. Or you could say, but let's cut back. I've added two more hours. I don't want to work as hard. So I can cut back 
the work that I'm doing during that four hours because I've got additional time now. So I don't have to do it as full out as I did before. But understand that if you do that, you may only gain another two hours in the future. So the great thing about it is it's up to you to decide how and when you play full out. But no, you can radically change your life by going full out for a season. So what I want to talk to you about is the hustle culture of being an entrepreneur. You know, you hear a lot of people talk about it now about if I would have gone back and done things differently, I wouldn't have worked as hard. I wouldn't have burned out myself. I wouldn't have done these things that I did. Well, here's the problem with those people preaching that message. If they didn't hustle and go full out during the times that they did, they may not have the time or had the success that they have now to look back and say, I should have done it differently. See, everybody knows that in order to get over that hurdle, over that mountain, over that giant goal, there is going to be a season of extremely hard work. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to last forever. It is a season. So it is okay to go all out and to hustle all out for that specific season. Because if you don't, it may not push you over the edge to the success, to the dream, to the goal, to the finish line of what that is that you've set out for you. And then once you've hit that, then you have the decision to make again, whether to sit back and catch a breath, which is absolutely okay. But don't be deceived in the current anti-hustle culture that's saying you can just get by and just do bare minimum to reach success because that's exactly what we're doing now. Well, if they didn't hit the hustle that they started with, it wasn't going to be able to get them to where they are, to where they have the freedom to say that. That was a, a conversation that I've had with Ed Milet as well as John Maxwell, and they both say the same thing, that you have to hustle all out to get to the point where you have the option to say you shouldn't have to hustle all out. But the thing is, is that you can't get to that option without the initial hustle. So if anybody's telling you contrary to that, be careful to what they're trying to sell you and what they're trying to tell you. Because without the initial hustle, you don't get the option. So here's something that I want you to understand. With having this mindset, this optimistic mindset, this entrepreneur mindset, this ability to want to help people, this looking at your time differently and going all out, you have to make sure that you don't look back and say, I wish I would have. See, when you get to the end of your life, I want you to be able to look back and say, I'm so glad I did. So when you are looking at things, when you are thinking about things, when you are deciding whether or not you're going to step into this preneur life, maybe you should just jump in with both feet and do it. And if it doesn't work out the way that you planned, at least you can say, I tried. 
I gave it a shot. It wasn't meant for me or I wasn't meant for it. But what I don't want to have happen is I don't want to have you get to the end of your life and you look back and you go, man, I wish I would have stepped out of my entrepreneur, stepped out into my entrepreneurship and my preneur life to see if it was something designed for me, if it was something made for me. Because if you do, the worst thing happens. You have regrets. And what I don't want to have happen is I don't want to have you going through the later parts of your life, wondering if your life would have turned out differently if you would have said yes to being a preneur. So guys, today, I want you to look back, take inventory of what you're doing, see if there are places that you can fill in your time with things that can build you a second source of income through the newer channel, whether that's going to be through an hour a week, two hours a week, find something to do that can help you create a side hustle business, something that can create the creativity in you to go out and do something new because your nine to five job is only going to allow you so much creativity and God created you to be creative. He created you to change and help others' lives. He's done things for you to help you stay excited about life. He wants you to be optimistic. He wants you to have hope, and he wants you to bring that to other people. So guys, I hope this helped you. Drop some comments on some other things that you think are important to being in the preneur life and help others see some of the things, some of the tips, some of the ideas you have about being a preneur. Guys, go out and make it an amazing day. I hope your day is as awesome as you are. See ya.